Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Um, you know, it was a tremendous play by Anthony, and to get the ball back in that position uh, was a great opportunity for us. And it was disappointing that we didn't um, make the plays necessary to go down and score to win the game there. All right, now, right, take two. Take two. welcome in. Sorry about that. Take two. Kirk Cousins, masked up, but still a QB who on Sunday in Baltimore didn't win. Welcome into comments from YouTube. It's Zolgat. It's Declan Goff, uh, sponsored as all things Purple Daily are by our friends at Surly Brewing. Much appreciated. And also by TCL. Enjoy more with TCL. In fact, I am right now in the studio, excuse me, looking at a TCL TV, and it is a gorgeous picture. It's a perfect place to watch your favorite sport. That uh, that kerfuffle right there, Judd, was a perfect example of the offensive coordinator, me not telling my quarterback uh, what, what was happening there, and then you just being the victim of you just working here. No, but I had to, but I had to, but you had audible, right? But I mean, it's not, but it's my responsibility. If something goes wrong, uh-huh. it's my responsibility to not throw up my hands yep. and like get upset and be like, why didn't you tell me Declan? It's my responsibility to, to, for both of us to get back on the same page mm-hmm. ASAP. Right. Yep. And reorganize. So like what we did there was a tutorial, a tutorial on how to have success through adversity, a seminar, which I'll be teaching come Wednesday night with 18 surly beers, furious as all in my hand, the seminar sports dad and Declan is sports son. Oh, wow. Overcoming, overcoming nice. adversity in the workplace. That's what we're going to teach. I got stories on that. And so. I'd like, uh, and I would, I didn't say relationships. I said adversity and, oh. and I would like, I would like Kirk cousins and Zim to be upfront taking notes Uh from what we teach Uh comments from YouTube is really a show. That's all about, well, two things you, because the comments are yours and Declan Goff, because he picks and chooses what comments to bring to the table. So I'm going to shut up, lean back here and Dex take over. All right. We're going to go a guns a blazing here with this great comment from Seamus who basically is rebuilding the Vikings all in this one comment. There's a lot at play here. So I want to get your handy-dandy notebook out there, and uh, we'll go from here. Here's what Seamus has to fix the Vikings. He says, fire Zimmer, Kubiak, and Spielman. In return, you will hire Joe Horitz as GM, Greg Roman as head coach, Mm. James Urban as OC, 
and Kevin Scherer as DC. You then would flip your defense to a 3-4. Greg Roman implements his Colin Kaepernick, Lamar Jackson offense here in Minnesota with Kellen Mond. He then trades Kirk Cousins and Daniil Hunter for draft picks. The reasons? Scheme fit. And to get first and third round picks at least. You let Garrett Bradbury, Everson Griffin, Pat Pete, and Bashad Breeland go. As well as trading away Ezra Cleveland. A lot, of, a lot of play here. We're what? almost done. Why are we trading Cleveland? I don't know. Big free agency signing is Kevin King. And then your first five picks in the draft, which will all come in rounds one through three, would be center Tyler Linderbaum, an offensive linebacker, Drake Jackson, cornerback <laughs> Daxon Hill, guard yeah. Luke Matthews, and free safety Lewis Sign. Judd, there is a ton we can pick apart there. What do you think of Seamus' plan just to rebuild the Minnesota Vikings well, next season? First of all, Seamus, bravo. I mean, Like seriously. that much work. Let's yeah, give him a round of applause. That's why I had to leave with it. I had to that leave with is, it. That is, if nothing else, uh, a ton of thought, a ton of names, a ton of uh, reckless, but yet probably, in Seamus' mind, founded speculation. Absolutely. I don't know about, just to start with, I don't know about Greg Roman as my head coach. Uh, he's been a coordinator lots of places. I think... He he very well, and this is with Dex, just to be clear, no research done, all right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at his career arc and track, um, he very well might be the type of guy who is a really effective OC. I don't know if that makes him head coaching material, though, which you've got to get right. Like, make no mistake, when I when I said today on Purple Daily and, and or no, I'm sorry, Mackie and Judd in statements, when I said I'm done with Rick and Mike, you need to get these hires right now. So, like, you can't just go out and be like, OC, he's good, he's done a really good job, head coach. Which is why I sort of want a new GM, because I want the new GM to identify the coach. Uh, Roman's at a point in his coaching career where I think he might be a coordinator, though. Which is fine. Which Oh, no, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But But you can't, don't mistake that, mm-hmm. you know. The key one, Brad Childress, right? Brad Childress was the hot name because because although he didn't call plays in Philly, he worked for Andy Reid. That team had made perennial runs more so to the conference championship game than the Super Bowl. I think they had made one. But Brad Childress, the hot name. The Vikings, like, got him here and, like, locked him in a room. And then, you know, you're going to be our coach. Brad really wasn't a head coach. So... Bravo, though, Seamus. I, I mean, on th- that work like seriously. that is that is awesome. I mean, I'm I'm all for yes, I'm Team Kellen Moore, but I I'm not just on the hill of don't interview anybody else because I I want like, you to yeah. find the right person there. I agree completely. I have the bias towards Kellen Moore. I think he's the right person, but I I will default uh, to ownership and hopefully the brain trust that's involved that will make that decision. The GM's the key there. Yep, that's the most important guy because the, the Wilfs are mesmerized by people who can talk football. Mm-hmm. Which means nothing. Um, <laughs> that's why you have to have a GM that you trust completely. And in my opinion, that GM has to have a bent to to find quarterbacks more so than Rick does. Well, Tone Brock says on the idea of firing Spielman, he says, I don't get why people are saying fire Spielman. His job is to put and draft a good team. He consistently puts together Super Bowl contending rosters. 
Only move that's questionable is giving Kirk all that money, but at the same time, yeah. it was the right move. So Tone kind of defending Rick Spielman here, Judd, and he consistently puts together Super Bowl contending rosters, well, which I, I tend to agree. Yeah, I don't know about that. He puts together playoff contending. I, I mean, they, they have not, um, other than 2017, they haven't gotten a whiff of the Super Bowl. I would say that Rick puts together rosters that certainly contend for playoff spots. Um, okay, so so let's take that because Rick has drafted. I mean, he's not perfect, but he's drafted some nice players, and he loves those late-round picks to find those fifth-round diamonds in the rough, and he's done some good things. But let's take the most, the two most important things. Number one, and this tracks back to his time with the Dolphins, quarterback. It's imperative that you feel like your executives and coach have the ability to find a QB. Cousins was signed because Rick basically punted and said, I can't do it. So I'm going to go sign. Now, I'm in 18, I'm on board with the Kirk move. The other extension was a mistake, flat out. It was, a, oh, my God, we got no cap space. We'll give Kirk more later so that we can create cap space. That was a mistake. The other thing is Zimmer's been a nice coach, or he was. Now it's a it's not great. But if you go back and look at why Rick hired Mike, it's because he couldn't find a coach. He couldn't find a quarterback. And he basically decided, I'm going to... And in 2014, this actually made more sense. Now it does not. He basically said, I'm going to now go get a coach who can stop them. All right? And Dex, I think from 2014 to 2017-ish or so, Mm -hmm. 18 maybe, that thought process worked. But this league now is so offensive. And if you look at the teams that are successful, they have executives who have identified, and I know it's tough. This is why you got to find the right person. They have identified and found the right people. And I do not have faith in Rick to do that. And I am sure as hell not going to allow him now to go get a coach and say, I know offense now. That's why I'm done. Um, Rick has had, Rick and Mike have both had nice runs, Dex. Yeah, man. But as, as Herb Brooks said in Miracle, their time is done. Their time is done. Their time is done. Over. Uh, C. Ruff says, an exact question to you, Judd. He's got a comment to you. He says, Judd, I love your insight, but you are putting too much hope in inept ownerships in the Wilfs. Hmm. They still have not advanced beyond the honeymoon stage with buying this team. They act like a couple of enamored, giggling teenage high school cheerleaders trying to come to terms that they actually own an NFL team. They do not have the nads to make real changes, and I believe Spielman is behind it. Well, okay, well, there's there's two big things there. He's obviously calling out the Wilfs, but then Spielman giving them maybe false hope. I think is that what he's trying to say a little bit there? Yes, being sold a bill of goods by Rick. Sure. So, number one, do you think uh, the Wilfs are still in a honeymoon stage, and are you giving them too much credit, Judd Zilgan? What do you think? Let me give this some thought. Because you know this team better than, and even just from my outside perspective of, I will say you do defend the Wilfs pretty adamantly, and not over the top. Not by default, not not right. as a not as a purple pride person, but I. It's very rare good I hear owners you, yeah. at what they do. Um, I, I, I rarely hear you criticize that, them. I agree with that them. guy's name is what C Ruff C dot Ruff. That's what I have. C dot Ruff. You are exactly right. Guilty as charged. That's probably a good point because, and I've talked about this. They're fans. They are fans flat out. Now, where I defend them 
and I guess I should be clear about this, where I defend them is they are willing to allow the people that they hire to make splash moves. Um, they have done, you know, and, and I guess in fairness here too, I'm guilty of comparing it to red who was awful. Oh yeah. Like red. I mean, they play the, you know, <laughs> winter park was a dump. The Metrodome was a dump and that's not all red's fault, but red was bound and determined uh, to get what red was going to get. And then he didn't. And he got out. The Wolves are enamored with football. They love the sport and they do spend. But see, Ruff's right. Um, I am guilty probably of making my defense of them sound like too much. And his Rick point's a great point. I mean, I, I really think, Dex, that the whole thing about the Wilfs get bamboozled by people like Rick and Mike and, most importantly probably, Coach Bill Parcells, who the, who the Wilfs love, is a 1,000% right. Would I like to see them react more to something like this? The answer is yes. Now, what I don't want to see them do is, and what they're not, and I think they admit to this, and it, it's some good and some bad. They are definitely not football experts, okay? So, like, if they started to say, screw this, we're going to make all the decisions now, it would be a disaster. And they would be overstepping their boundaries, and it wouldn't work. Uh, but that being said, see, Ruff is right. They get sweet-talked into into saying, you know, oh, Rick, if you can just tell us about the time that you drafted so-and-so, I think <laughs> you're going to keep your job. And and that's how it feels. So I should probably dial back my defense of the Wilfs, but just to make it clear, I think that they do a good job of a lot of things, but when we get into the sticky territory of things are not going well and they probably should be tougher, yeah. the the um, comments by C. Ruff are probably right on track, and I am probably guilty as charged. Yeah, I mean, I don't look at the ownership and put a lot of blame towards them. They definitely have some uh, some purple goggles on with their team, and that's fine. Most owners will, but I, they're, they're not inept. It's not anything close to how bad Glenn Taylor is. Yeah. You know, right. uh, Craig Leopold with the Wild is definitely a fan, uh, but I do think in general he, he knows what he's doing for the most part. I think he knows what he's doing there. He's not an inept owner. Um, yeah. and, the, and the poll ads, well, that, that is a, that's a very complicated story that we will save for not this podcast because that is an, also a, it's a story in its own right. But. Yeah, and the Wilfs are – so the problem there is I like owners who know what they know and most importantly don't know. And, and so if you hire the right people and say your show, it works well. Where sports becomes weird is knowing when to say that's it. And that's where sports is weird, right? Because like, like with Craig now, Billy Garen looks great. Dino looks great, right? Yeah. And so as far as I can tell, Craig says, you guys are the experts, run things. And they're doing a great job. And so now it's brilliant. But do you know when to say, you know what, Rick and Mike, it's been fun, but it's done. And that's the, and I think, I think that Mike is gone for sure after the season. But I think that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Because the frustration of fans is not being showed publicly by the Wilfs, although I'm sure it's taking place privately. But I get why a person like C. Ruff is frustrated now, because it's like, where are you guys? Your team is sort of just sinking, and and you're still employing, you know, Mike and Rick and the rest of these guys. 
Absolutely, Judd. Uh, I have a couple other fan questions here on what fan on what Vikings fans should do. But before I do so, when you get home from a long day of work, oh, and by the way, yesterday like was a long day of work. Oh. We like to pat ourselves on the back here when it's time. We hold ourselves accountable. We admit when we're wrong, and we also like to pat ourselves on the back. Uh, we had a Vikings game. We had a vent line. We had a late night game. Ran with out the wild. to the wild game. Ran out to the wild. Went game. across the river, across all that damn construction to St. Paul to watch the wild. And when you come home, yep. before you lay your little head on the pillow, what oh, do you grab? It's a big head. It's a big, big head. True, but you know what? Noggin. Before that takes place, I go in into my fridge, and I hunt around, and I look for my favorite beer, and I move the lettuce, and I move the cheese, and I, and I have to move a few more things, and I get through, and right in the back is my favorite. It's a case full of Surly Furious beer. It is the best beer in town, the best IPA. And, and here's the best part, Dex. Okay. You know— Furious is my personal choice, right? But it could be Axeman. It could be any of the numerous delicious beers that you can buy in your local liquor store from Surly Brewing Company. But you are right. Before before my big old noggin hits the pillow for a good night of rest after a day like Sunday, a couple Surly Furiouses are in order. And I suggest that you try the same. And then, most importantly... Show me your cans. Show us your cans. Show us your cans. Jay Zolgad on Twitter. I, I got about five more on Saturday and Sunday. If you're drinking a Surly, take a picture. Tweet me at Jay Zolgad. I'll retweet you, and I will applaud you for drinking Surly and Surly Furious in particular. Well, speaking of being furious, I got two comments here from Kyle and Leon. Kyle says, Uh-oh. I think all Vikings fans that bought tickets to these three home games... Let's boycott. Do not fill the stadium till Zimmer gets fired. And Leon says, let's start a boycott. Just say no. Sell your season tickets now. This is pathetic. Vikings Nation should be embarrassed for not holding the management accountable. No more Minnesota nice, for God's sakes. Judge, should Vikings fans start boycotting this team? That's Kyle, you said? Uh, Leon was the latter. Kyle was the first one. Leon and Kyle, congratulations. That's great. That's big city. That's big sports (laughs) town right there. And I love it. Um, I said this on Ventline Sunday, and I will say it again. If you have a lot of seats empty, the Wilfs will notice. Like you can, fans can say all they want. I'm a Viking fan through and through. And what I think, you know, I know what he's going to pay attention. No, if you're not, if you're not in the stadium buying the gear, right? If you're not in the stadium buying a beer, Perhaps a Surly Furious. furious. If you're not buying concessions, if seats are empty, ownership is going to take note. And so so I love the fact that we are finally, that we have built a community of get it people. Right. Not the purple Kool-Aid drinking. There's always an excuse why it didn't go well. Um, I'm friends with Zim. I'm friends with Rick. Oh, my goodness gracious, things are great. Too bad. No. Those people are right. And you know what? This team deserves it. Don't show up. They deserve that. Now, now you paid, so I get if you're going to. But if you are bound and determined to make a statement, your absence in U.S. Bank Stadium will make a statement that will be noticed. There is no doubt in my mind if they look down and there's sea, and there's a sea of seats that are not filled, ownership's going to take note. Good point. Uh, you know, I, I don't... Don't you think? Uh, it's just, it's tough because I don't believe in, like, boycotting the team unless it's 
something really, really bad, even like off the well, field bad. Look at the play bad. calling. Yeah, but look the at the play, play calling. This, I this boycott the play calling. I feel you. Boycott Clint. I agree. I agree. Sandy says uh, on our YouTube comment section, by the way, comment on our Ventline episode on Sunday nights or the day after games, I should say. We will parse through these comments and read these and for like you on stuff Monday too, right? evening. Yep, like, subscribe. Like. Uh, you can subscribe to Score North channel, by the way, too, for Minnesota Timberwolves, Wild, even sometimes the Twins. A lot of wild stuff. Yeah, and bonus Viking stuff, too, by the way. We are not just we don't just omit Viking stuff from Mackie and Judd and the Score North channel. Subscribe to that as well. Sandy says, yep. with this much talent on one team and still can't get it done, it reminds me of a time when Shaq and Kobe couldn't win, and then Phil Jackson came to town, and then they couldn't lose. This point is very simple. Sometimes you have to fire the coach. Now, I yep. will say to Sandy's point, I, I do think Shaq and Kobe's probably a little bit too aggressive with this current group of Vikings, and it's hard to quantify, obviously, basketball players or football players. But I will say, I'll use a different team. I'll take Sandy's and I'll, and I'll pivot this. It, varies, it, it reminds me of those early 2000 Sacramento Kings teams. The C. Weber, mm-hmm. Mike Bibby, Peja, very good teams that were on the doorstep of getting there, but either couldn't get over the Lakers or couldn't get out of their own way, mostly, yeah. um, and couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. What do you think about Sandy's point that if you just fire the coach because there's all this talent on this team, it should wake things up? Basketball and football are, are because of the amount of players and the fact that you have to rely on both sides of the ball a little bit more. It, it's tough, uh, but I agree completely in this sense. You are giving your offense zero chance to succeed. Zero chance. Now, where I don't know is this. If you put him in a position to succeed, Will Kirk, I don't know. I don't know that. I just don't know. I don't think I don't think that we have seen a body of work that says yes, but if you brought a McVay type in, right? Dex, right? Maybe? Yes. Jefferson, Thielen, and Osborne being ignored is fireable. It is fireable. So, yes, I I agree partially with that. But, like, are you going to compare Kirk to Kobe or Shaq? No. Um, I don't know how much more there, there, there is from Kirk. But I do know that when I see Justin Jefferson catch a beautiful 50-yard pass behind the defense on, what, the fifth play of that game? And then I see that play is just gone. It's just gone. There's nothing more. Yeah, it's time for a change. It's time for a change here. And and look, the defense against Jackson, I think, played a nice game. They gave up 500 bleeping yards. They're also on the field for 34 points. Exactly. Yeah, 75% of the time. Exactly. But they were on the field for, I believe, it was 84 plays. So... Mike's going to come back and say, well, my defense played well. And I, and that's where I would say, Mike, you're fired. You are the head coach of this team. Mm-hmm. And what is going on, how anybody allowed Clint Kubiak to be hired. Because here's the problem, Declan. Kirk Cousins needs to have his hand held. We know that for a fact. We know he does, which is why he needs a guy like Gary. Right? I mean, they didn't let Kevin Stefanski, who, who turned out to be a I would call him a bright offensive mind. He's not a genius. But they did not let Kevin Stefanski in 2019 run the show. Gary Kubiak came in to help him. Mm-hmm. And now Gary abandons Clint, just leaves him at the bus station, and says, you run it. And Clint's failing. Oh, man, I'm shocked by that. And Mike, as far as offense goes, needs to basically have it dictated to him to a certain extent 
what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, and, and I am not saying that Gary was great. They ran the ball too much with Gary, too. But I guarantee you there were times when Gary said, Mike, sit down and shut up. Here's what. He, I've done this a long time. I've won Super Bowls. Okay, dude. Um, now you have Kirk Cousins, who mentally is timid, and 34-year-old Clint Kubiak, who in no way, shape, or form deserved this job, and Zimmer. Uh, everybody who decided that that was a good idea should be fired. I agree. I think uh, I think with just turning it over to Gary was was crazy. And look at what, and this is Clint two Jimmy. different things. Clint, yeah, Clint Kubiak, I'm sorry. They're, they're it's both Gary Kubiak who abandoned sons, his right? son. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, when he gave it to Norb Turner, I thought, man, that hire, great hire. Exactly. I remember that I was like, great hire. Exactly. I know Norb's up there in age, but, you know, been around the block, knows what the hell he's doing. Been a head coach. Like, exactly. Yes. I got the same exact thing. And, Bravo, Mike Zimmer. And I would love, I would literally, I'd pay money to hear what the hell happened in that room. I have heard rumors of what happened, but I don't really believe them. It's juicy. I don't know exactly, but I do know that. There that, was a disagreement. Yes, and the head coach has threatened to tell the story repeatedly. Yeah, and he had something definitely transpired. Yeah, it goes way beyond what got out. No doubt. Uh, two, a couple more here. Alex says next question for four question Friday. But Alex, I'm just going to steal it for right now because it's wow. too juicy. And also, I, I'd have to fire this as well. Reckless speculation. Alex says, mm-hmm. "Is Kirk Cousins checking down all the time?" To try to sabotage Mike Zimmer to get him fired. No, I I, I think I heard that last <laughs> week. Um, no, it's just him. It's him, and it's no guidance. I am good. Look, Kirk Cousins. My platform with Kirk is this: Kirk Cousins has the physical talents. Now he can't. I'm not saying that he can run great, but Kirk Cousins has the physical talents to be very successful and has mm-hmm. shown it box score wise in this league repeatedly. But when the going gets rough, Kirk is mentally weak. Um, he's checking down, but uh, you know, let's go back to it. Declan third and nine overtime yesterday. The Ravens basically say we are blitzing you. And Kirk is at the line of scrimmage. He has every opportunity to shift the protection correctly to check to a play that now the most important thing is keep in mind, there is a difference between a full on audible, which is I am changing everything. Like, we are changing the play. Very few quarterbacks have that ability because coaches go nuts because you can you can take that play into a massive mistake. But you do have checks, which means I'm shifting the protection and we are checking to this. Like, you've got a menu, right? And you're like, I was going to get this, but I'll get this. But, but it's a tweak. As far as I can tell, he did nothing. He did nothing. Uh, he's not doing that be- because his his job, his next contract, is impacted too. So as juicy and as much as I would like to say, he is absolutely sabotaging Kubiak and Zim. And it's great fun. No, I think it's just Kirk. I think yeah. it's Kirk. It's why he needs a veteran voice. It, who's the voice in his ear? Is it Clint? Like he needs a veteran voice to say, okay, they're going to show blitz here. Before the headset shuts off with 15 seconds left on the play clock decks, right? Here's what we got to do. You got to check to this play. So, no, I don't think he's sabotaging. I think he's part. I I think he is. I think he is, unfortunately, a co-conspirator <laughs> in what's going to get everybody fired. Interesting. I like I like it. 
I mean, you don't think he's sabotaging. I don't think he's sabotaging. Because he's done this before. But, but what he's probably doing, I think if you put a gun to the head to, or pumped him with true serum, I shouldn't be that vulgar with gun to the head. Yeah, with Kirk. Not these days, man. No, uh, 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 uh. If you said, Kirk, only one of these guys can stay next year, Clint Kubiak or Mike Zimmer. I bet he says Clint Kubiak. Oh, he would, yeah, because he can push him around. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say they're all gone. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if Mike gets fired, too, so, so like for, for all the people now, who are like, I'd fire Rick and Mike and Clint. The coaching staff is gone with Mike. Correct. So, like, you don't have to fire Clint. If Mike gets fired a- after the season ends, they're all gone. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be like, oh, unless they like Clint to be like a towel boy or something. Sure. Like, I mean, he, he can shine cleats. Uh, a silver lining here. Last one from Robert. A silver lining. And, oh, my goodness. It's a complicated silver lining to me. He says, Greg, jo- Greg Joseph has seemed to have settled in as the kicker <laughs> of the Minnesota Vikings. What does it matter? That's what I did. What does it matter? Who cares? What does it matter? There are two games under 500. It doesn't matter anymore. There's no pressure. Uh, Kirk Kirk's going to play great coming up. You know why? Because the pressure's all gone. I just wanted to set you off. Why I the hell to, did you do that? I, I is, saw is that, that comment. A real comment. I saw is that, that comment. Yes, it's, a it's a real comment. It's a real comment. Why it's are the... we talking about the kicker? <laughs> oh my god! I earlier today I talked about the fact that Gary Kubiak abandoned his son, a okay. family devolving, and you're bringing up the kicker, Greg Joseph. I want to calm down. I want to calm down. And before we go, I want to tell you about my friends, Declan Goff, at Livia Weight Control Centers, because you know you probably have seen me. In fact, I'm in. Today, yeah, you, you look probably good. have seen me. You look good. All that rage. Five weeks ago. No, it's not the rage. It's the people from oh, Livia Weight wow. Control Centers. That's okay. why I've lost the weight. Because five weeks back, I, I went into the Tonka location, one of six locations in the, uh, in the metro at Livia. And I weigh 240. And Declan, 240. Let's just say the 38-inch jeans were getting a little tight. Mm. That's not good for me. Like, mm-hmm. I should be 36. And the 38s were tight. Um, in five weeks' time, I'm down 21 pounds. I'm down to 218. I am going to lose 18 more. And then here's the best part. Thanks to the folks again at Livia, I'm going to get down to 200, and I'm going to stay there. Uh, and I said five weeks, right? First 10 weeks are free. If you do the Perfect, math man. there, I'm five weeks in as a client. First 10 weeks right now are free. Livia.com is the place to go, or 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Again, Livia.com, if you want your clothes to fit, if you want to lose that weight, feel better, um, and most importantly, get healthier, Livia.com. Check them out and tell them Score North and the Zolgad Weight Loss Plan told you. Let's get Judd. Get Judd in skinny jeans. Let's do it. I'm not Let's going to wear skinny happen. jeans, but yep. I think I can get in 36s within a month. I like that. I like uh, that plan for Which you. is big, big. But I, like I am not. Don't you. don't confuse this, dude. I am not going. You can wear. My legs are too big. Oh, you'll, 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 you'd be surprised. In what's skinny jeans? You, you'd be but surprised. You're, you're so thin. Like, you have no idea. I'm, no. I'm, I'm too. But you know what? 200, 200 pounds, ideal. I'm staying there. Livia.com. You're Greg em. Joseph. Check you'll, him you'll, out. You'll, no, you'll stop with that Greg Joseph crap. Right. Honest to God, I can't believe anybody brought up the kicker. All right. Settling I, down. My... That, that'll that do it for comments from YouTube. Okay, thank Judd you. Judd Solgett has an aneurysm on, yeah, bye. on with us. Livia. Uh, like, rate, like, subscribe. Bentline, check out our episode there. Also, Score North uh, YouTube channel with bonus Viking statements plus talks, discussions on the Timberwolves, 
Wild Twins and other tomfoolery. See you guys tomorrow.